When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Yeah, you know what time it is, man. Time for the final segment. Whoa, 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 whoa. Steelers Nation Radio, and this is the Steelers Blitz, and I am Arthur Most, Wesley Euler. Final time to discuss the Steelers on this beautiful day, man. And uh, we were finishing up our conversation about some of the coaches that have been making their rounds around the NFL, you know, making their stops, whether that be as head coaches, coordinators, and stuff like that. But uh, another coach, that has their employment status questioned numerous times by media, by the fan base this week and last week and the week before that and the week before that and the week before that. And the year before that. And the year before that. <laughs> I'm talking about Matt Canada, still as officer coordinator, um, currently still employed uh, as it is January 18th, 2023. But he's a name that people still continue to look at and question should he still be employed here in other alternatives and the other name that continues to pop up more frequently now guys like uh byron leftwich um obviously frank Wright is another name that has been linked at times talked about but what i wanted to get from you is just what were your what are your thoughts right now in terms of a uh, matt canada versus when you're thinking of the potential of a byron leftwich how do you look at the Matt Canada element of it? And do you think that the Steelers are making the best decision right now operating at this type of pace that they're doing? Obviously, we hmm. had the Black Monday sale and stuff like that. Everybody going Black Monday. You know that, man. Got to get fire, 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 fire. You know, we'd have had people, you know, have their jobs removed even since then. Mm-hmm. But the Steelers have not made any type of public notif- uh, notifications just yet about any type of movement. So, what are your thoughts on their process with Matt Canada right now? Yeah, sure. Um, and I don't know if you saw this too. Our, our buddy Mark Cavalli um, reported that Mike Tomlin was away for some personal reasons and so that 
just because the timeline doesn't line up normally doesn't necessarily mean that there still couldn't be changes. Things might just be put not not saying that there will be changes, but just saying, you know, a lot of people are doing that. Okay, well, the Steelers haven't made any changes. It's now been a week and a half since the season ended. That clearly means everybody's job is safe. You know, some people in the know saying that that might not be there might be some other stuff going on in the background that has just pushed some of these these decisions down the road again not saying mm-hmm. that that something's going to happen either way but maybe just that they truly haven't made that that final decision or evaluation here's where i'm at with matt canada though mozi um you know i i think matt canada and the offense improved down the stretch the points per game still weren't where we wanted them obviously but if you take that out of the equation, I think there's no doubt that there was improvement from Kenny Pickett. There was improvement from Najee Harris in the offensive line in the run game. Um, and that they they had a clear onus of minimalizing turnovers, which they did very well after the bye week. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a big part of the reason why they were 7-2. and two. So we can say all these things like you need to take more shots downfield. You need more explosive plays. You need to score more points. But I think there's a real chance that this was all part of the process of, yeah, we want to get to that at some point with Kenny. But that's just not what we can do. Right, That's not how our formula to win right now. Our formula to win right now is to take care of the ball, win low-scoring games, run the ball, win at the end, let our defense be our defense. Um, I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like lukewarm on Matt Canada. I, I, am, I would not call myself a Matt Canada d- defender or an apologist. Yeah. I would not say that, you know, I'm not someone who thinks that every single shortcoming of the offense is at his feet like a lot of the fan base does as well, too. <laughs> you, he you, said every single shortcoming is on every him. shortcoming right. of the offense falls right away. Hey, hey. Najee fumbled at the goal line. Man, why Matt Canada do that? I say, oh Lord. Deontay Johnson <laughs> runs back three yards when he catches I can't the pass. Stand, I can't stand that Matt Canada call right there. Like, do that, <laughs> now, I will say this too, Motsi, though. Here's the thing. This is this is just a moment of honesty. Because yeah. I was talking about this with our buddy Chris Carter, and I just kind of stumbled upon this, and I thought this is a good way to put it. So while I don't put every single thing at Matt Canada's feet, and while mm-hmm. I will give him credit for some of the improvements that they made, I also, if I'm if I'm doing visions in my head, right, mm-hmm. of the Steelers when they inevitably win that seventh Lombardi one day, okay? Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's three years. Maybe it's five years. Hopefully it's not much longer than that, right? But when the Steelers win that seventh Lombardi one day, do I see Matt Canada at the podium as 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 one of the one of the brain trusts of that championship? I don't think so. Okay. You know, I, I can see Terrell Austin standing on that podium next to Mike Tomlin. I don't know if I can see Matt Canada doing the same. But I also, again, progress is important. And if if let me put it this way, because I am going long-winded here, and I want to go back and forth with you on this. The only the the only way I'm moving on from Matt Canada, right? He's got one more year left in his contract. There's been progress. There is real, you know, benefits to continuity with a young quarterback and in, in an offensive coordinator. If I'm moving on from him this offseason, though, I want to know that I can have a clear, without a doubt, unquestioned upgrade. Mm-hmm. Someone who maybe we would argue is overqualified, like we do with Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. I would probably sit here and I could, I, I, I don't know, I'd have to think about it, but I could easily argue that Frank Reich is overqualified as an offensive coordinator, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I feel that same way about a lot of these other names that Steelers fans have thrown out. 
that that maybe even if you know if if we want to talk about a a Byron a Byron Leftwich specifically, like that's the thing to me. If you're going to move on from Matt Canada right now, not give him the other year of his contract, not give him one more year with Kenny Pickett. If you want to rip that Band-Aid off and you want to you know pedal to the metal, hit the accelerator on this offense. You better bring in someone who is a clear upgrade. And I know a lot of our listeners right now might be saying, Motsi, everyone's a clear upgrade over Matt Canada. That's how everybody in the Nat. You and I have talked about this, right? Yeah, everybody, everybody in the national like there's two things in the National Football League that every fan base agrees upon. One, their offensive line should be better, and two, their offensive coordinator should be better. I mean, that's just across the league, everybody crushes their offensive line and they crush their offensive coordinator with maybe one or two exceptions. Um so you you got to be careful on that for me. That's kind of where I'm at right now is if if you're going to move on from Matt Canada, hey, I won't hate that, but you, you better get somebody who's overqualified and I think is really going to quickly take this offense to the next level because, like I said, I don't think Matt Canada is the long-term answer, but I don't think he's the only problem now too. I do think him in the offense clearly showed progression down the stretch this season. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Uh, I think you hit it right on the head with the Matt Canada scenario, and that's kind of how I look at it. Do you want a name or do you want legit improvement? I don't care about names. I don't. Fans care about names. Medias care about names. But every candidate that we talk about, especially some of the bigger name guys, they have flaws, and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. And it's like we ignore certain flaws just for the sake of. And that's the part that can be very frustrating at times because certain things that we'll be hollering about that we wanted, that we did get, now that we have gotten those things, we act as if we don't want those things anymore solely because we're trying to make a point. And that's the 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 frustrating part because what you end up doing is make a decision out of spite and it puts you in an even worse situation Correct. or the exact same situation. And now we'll be sitting here hollering about, man, I can't believe we hired this guy, man. He sucks. Why we do this, man? He'll never run this. He'll and never do that. we're just confusing Kenny Pickett and making it more difficult you know? for him. Yeah. And it's like, that's what we are trying to avoid on the front end of this thing. And I think that the team is doing that as well. I know Kabali, you know, and everybody has their different ways of putting out what they want to put out, but Let's be real about it. You tell me who waits weeks it's very to fire point. people. 10 days, 11 days we're, we're, we're pushing on now since the season ended. You're either here or you're not. It is yeah. not that hard. Yeah, but that's true. That's kind of how I look at it with that thing. But if it's not, like I said, somebody that is clear cut better, even with the Frank Price situation, it's like we say he would be a clear cut better guy as a only an offensive coordinator, but I still hate the fact of what I was watching, what I just saw from him this year. That's a good call. We talk, how many times do we criticize Coach Tomlin for the defense, even though he's not the defense coordinator? How many times do we hold him to that same exact standard? If the mm -hmm. defense sucks, Coach Tomlin sucks, right? He's a defensive-minded coach. Can you, can you yeah. hold Frank Reich to the same standard in Indy? How, yeah, no, how was that Colts offense out there, man? You feel me? Like, that's the part for me. Couldn't find a, couldn't find a quarterback. Yeah, that's the part for me where it's just really frustrating at times with that type of lack of accountability, you know, lack call. of consistency. Yeah. Um, even when we talk about a guy like Byron Leftwich, man, and I think that, you know, he could definitely come in and, and help us out because I'm excited about him. Obviously, I um, worked with him out in Arizona, that's but right. he has his own question marks. Number one, I know people will say, well, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, but who was he under when he did that? Or Bruce Arians. 
offensive mastermind. This is the first year without Bruce <laughs> I was Arians. I going to say, didn't look so great without B.A. With the opposite like this year. And it's like... Uh, Motsi, just so you know, right, we all are. You and I, everybody, t- yeah. Steelers offense needs to score more points, more points, more points. Right. They finished They finished 26th in the league in points per game. You've seen that everywhere? Mm-hmm. You know where the Bucks finished in points per they game? They were after us. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> one one do. spot. One spot yeah. away from the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. With so that's, the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay. With an okay. injured, injured, but, but loaded offensive line mm-hmm. and some really good mm-hmm. weapons at wide receiver. Oh, and they got a running back too. And in the worst division in football. Because mm. remember, everybody <laughs> got on us about beating the Panthers. Oh, man, y'all beat the Panthers and the Saints. I don't count. I'll, I'll, I'll be done. Swept that, that division. Same, that same Bucks team that went down to the wire one game with Carolina. That same. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's the part where I just say to myself, it's like, don't make change for the sake of making change. Don't make that, change that's for I'm the sake too. of a name. And I do feel like at times, because the context is not always there for people, they don't always understand it. They gravitate to just a name. And that is something that we have to be very cautious about, especially in this situation here. And I think because there's been such a strong faction that has created this like negative perception of Met Canada that when he actually did give us positivity, people were predetermined that it was never going to be anything positive coming from that. And now it's to the point that they won't even open their eyes to see the growth that we've all hollered about that they will be looking to get with another coordinator. You're going to essentially be resetting what we just saw resetting Mm -hmm. that growth that we just experienced Mm -hmm. and making Kenny have to restart that thing. So that's the thing with me that I've been back and forth with, but that is definitely why I kind of settle in right now. And honestly, I don't know another name right now that I've, feel extremely confident in that is yeah. available people will bring up names oh ken dorsey you think ken dorsey's leaving buffalo bills offensive coordinator spot no chance to come no be chance. the pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator not no happening chance. you know like we can no we chance. can talk oh sean mcveigh he's the head coach you know what because he's great that's why he's the head coach it's like the guys that you would want the guys that you would be clamoring about that we would know as clear-cut upgrades they're not available and then the guys that are available your pep hamilton's okay good but how confident are we feeling that that's going to give us exactly what we want long-term build upon that? When you talk about, let's see, who's another guy that's been out there that's been linked down? Oh, my goodness. Because I know Ben Johnson just decided he's going to stay in Detroit. Um, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Quarterback's coach. Quarterback's coach in Buffalo. But once again, you look at his track record. It was like, man, you were in New Orleans with the Saints from, I think it was uh, 16 to 19, and you were on the LSU championships uh, staff. But it's like, where have you stood alone right. without a Drew Brees, without a Sean Payton, with, with, without, you know, these pieces around you to really help you and show that you could be that guy? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions that you really have to just go with and determine, is this the best situation? And then also, are we long-term building or is this a footstep? Because right. Brian Flores, right. the Brian Flores situation was obviously a one-off. But in normal terms, what Brian Flores would be doing to us would be using us as a stepping stool. Correct. Take an LB spot here for a year or two, bump up to the next by head coach. Is that what we want to do with a Kenny Pickett coach? Whoever we bring in as his offensive coordinator? It's a great if it's point. not Matt Canada? Because to me, I think Matt Canada is the guy that you're going to be with and you pair those two together. I think both That's of them a great make point sense. By you. you could bring in Frank you, Reich. It could work out really well for a year or two, and then he takes another head coaching leaving. job. Yeah. He's going to get a head coaching job. Yeah. Like, 
that's even with Leftwich to an extent. Like, I think Leftwich is still trying to be a, a head coach in this league, too. Agreed, agreed. But he has to stay at that OC level until he can show that he's clear, like, can be the consist- successful the consistency. at that level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But that's the thing, like, when I think of Matt Canada, it's just like, man, I feel like, you know, this should be his year right here. I feel like this, if this has to be the make or break, though, it can't be. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, if I still feel indifferent on him, then he has to go. But I do feel like this is that year where we're going to really get a chance to see that growth, to see that continuity, to see that trust. I want to see what a full offseason of Kenny and Matt Canada can look like. I want to see with, what a with full, the number one unquestioned reps, you know? No, no, no. no. That's what I just said. A full offseason yeah. with Matt Cannon and Kenny. They didn't have a full offseason because he wasn't the starter. Because he wasn't the guy. The, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a full offseason. He had a, it was Kenny. I mean, it was Matt and uh and uh, Mitch. I'm talking specifically of Matt Canada, Kenny Pickett offseason. That's what they are in line for right now. As long as Matt Canada is employed, you know what is taking place right now? Hey, Kenny, I want you to think on every plays. Every play that you like that we ran this year. Mm-hmm. I also want you to think on every play that you felt you could have done better on. And I also want you to tell me on the plays that you wish we would have called more of. Mm. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to draw up my plays that I think you did good on. I'm going to draw up the plays that I think we could have got more out of you on. I'm going to draw some plays that I would have liked to have called more with you. Mm. And now we're going to compare and contrast. And let's see the overlay. Let's see the, Venn, see the, the Venn diagram, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So now yeah. that we see the overlays, we see the commonality. Now let's expand this. Now let's really hyper on these things. Let's focus on this more. And now we're going to get to that point when by the time September hits, Wes, when it's second and 10, when it's third and three, he's not going to even have to worry about what Matt Canada might call because he's going to already know because he's going to be on the same page. And when you're on the same page as your coach and y'all are extensions of each other, it is such a great feeling. But you cannot get that if you don't allow these guys to work, if you don't allow these guys to grow. And you can't rush that process. That's the other part. And uh, that's that's a great call by you. And you you've seen that play out. You've lived that. And I think you're right. Like I there 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 is something to be said for that continuity, for that time spent together. I mean, you know, like I, I think there's there's been a few, not a lot, but there's been a few people who have thrown Mark Whipple's name into this conversation, yeah. right? Who That's was was yeah. was Kenny Pickett's uh, OC at Pitt, and then moved on to Nebraska for one year before they cleaned house. Um, and and even you know, there's 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 continuity there certainly between Mark Whipple, but I think that's a you know that's a decent example. Look at Kenny's time at Pitt. He showed flashes his freshman year. He showed flashes his sophomore year, right? But it took time for that to really come together where he went from throwing 13 touchdown passes to throwing what was it, like 44 his yeah. his senior his senior year, I think. And there were a lot of things that Hey, hey don't be acting like you ain't know that. He's a Heisman finalist, man. You was knew it, you knew what he threw. I you can't remember who it was for. 40 it might have been 46, 44. It was in the 40s. Yeah. You knew you was cheering for every touchdown he threw. Stop playing. Oh, you said oh, yes, you said. Yeah. I mean, yeah, big Jordan Addison fan here. I was Yeah, we say we say Use over this week, Caroline. Hold on now. This we still FCC regulated. All right, you trying to get you trying to get me fined here? I'm sitting in my basement recording. You trying to get me fined from home? We Caroline with all your Mountaineer stuff in the background. <laughs> yeah, I do. There's a nice uh. If you look right here, and I'm pointing like everybody's gonna be able to see this. Like they will. I got a nice uh That's Gino Smith on the cover Absolutely. of Sports Illustrated from Absolutely. 10 11 from 10 11 years ago. No, um, I remember that. So. 
listen, I, I think it's clear where I'm going with all this is you've seen the proof in the pudding with Kenny Pickett, right? That if you give him time with the same the, the same head coach Narduzzi, the same the same offensive coordinator Whipple, time to build that continuity with Jordan Addison and some of his other weapons there. Like they they really kept that nucle- nucleus together at Pitt for yeah. for about three years and really built that thing up to have that that ACC champion season. Isn't kind of some of the proof in the pudding there with the continuity and you know hey. One more year of Matt Canada. Let's see if there can be a clear takeoff, right? And and if not, we'll move on. And and we'll and we'll you know Matt Canada's contract will expire. We'll, we'll be able to go get another offensive coordinator. Um, but you saw like what you and I always talk about. It's one of the you know it's one of the Steelers blitz isms, if you will. We always remind people that growth isn't always linear, right? You're mm-hmm. going to take a couple steps forward, then a couple steps back, then a couple steps forward, then a couple steps back. The offense did that this season. Now next year is where you really want to see the linear progression. Right, you want to see a lot of steps forward with only one or two steps back. You know what they call that the, the sophomore jump. The sophomore jump, exactly. You you know you take that second year leap that everybody calls it from your rookie season to your sophomore year. Everything slows down. You get more comfortable. As Mozi has outlined on the show before, just that timeline of your rookie season of going from your collegiate year to the to the bowl game to the all star mm-hmm. game to the combine to the pro day to the draft to the rookie mini camp to, to all the it, it, your head spinning it never stops. Now you get that time to slow down and to evaluate. Maybe it's best to let Kenny have some stability and continuity here to not have his head spinning with him trying to bring in a new offensive coordinator. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud. I I, I wouldn't hate that though. I wouldn't like, cause like I said, remember, I think when the Steelers win that seventh Lombardi one day, I, I don't know if I see Matt Canada up there on the podium, but I can see improvement. I can see growth. I can see the steps to getting there, uh, having Matt Canada involved. Certainly. No, nah, for sure, for sure. I like it. I like it, man. But no, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Like I said, just how he continues to progress. Uh, obviously, we'll continue to monitor this thing, but the further it gets into January, the less and less likely oh, that there are going to be changes. It's, Regardless it's of what yeah. a person might want to report or how they might want to say it, it's just a time thing. We got to start. It's Wednesday. For it's what? Wednesday as you yeah. and I re- re- record this. Yeah. Like, if if we don't hear anything by by Friday, I mean this is this is done and yeah. dusted, right? Yeah, because to me, now you start turning the page because you got to get ready for what your pre draft visits. You have to start scouting free agents. You got a lot of this on the table. What pro man. days? Who are we sending Absolutely. to what pro day? Yeah. Absolutely. And if we don't even know what our offense is going to be, if we don't even know what direction we're going in, that could be an issue. Yeah, that's, that's not where you want to be. That's not where yeah. you want to be. Yeah, that's a, it's so, an interesting time. It always is, partner. It always is. No, it definitely is, man. But uh, that is the beauty of this day, man. So we'll obviously continue to monitor the coaching staff and, uh, yeah, keep everybody abreast of those moves that are being made. But, man, this has been a vibe today. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Yola. Bing bong. Hey, I like it. I like it. Also, Power Grip Megawatts. I ain't forget y'all, baby, even though we're not with y'all live. We're still thinking about y'all as we record, because technically we're recording live. Yeah, Even yeah. though it's not live, we're recording live, because I'm live, yeah. and Wes live. So shout out to y'all. All right, and hopefully y'all live, too. And if you, <laughs> if you guys still have, if you guys have questions and stuff, too, like you could tweet them to us. I'll bookmark them. We'll answer yeah, them here yeah, yeah. on, we'll, on we'll these two. It won't be in real time, but but we'll still, if you got yeah. if you got stuff for it, keep keep tweeting if you got stuff for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also want to give a shout out to my partner in crime on the ones and twos with me, Mr. Wesley. You. 
Yo quiero Arthur Motes. There it is. There it is. So with that being said, man, y'all already know what to do. You already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stillers. Mm-hmm. Nation. Uh-huh. Radio. There it is. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.